Well, amazing to hear those stories from around our city and around the world. And I got one more for you today. Um, like I said, very thrilled to have one of our partners that specifically East Cobb Church partnered with uh, during this Be Rich season. And so would you please give a warm welcome to uh, our friend, Kyrell Kitchens. Come on up here, Kyrell. We appreciate you and Christian making time to be here today. And I, I mean, Kyrell, the more that I have learned about what good Sam is doing in East Cobb, I mean, it just continues to blow me away. I get more and more excited about what God is doing through you. Um, for those that don't know, would you just take a second, um, tell us who you are briefly, and tell us what, what good Sam East Cobb is doing and has been doing in our community. Yes, um, I'm Cairo Kitchens, and um, I'm the CEO of the Good Samaritan Health Center of Cobb in Marietta. And um, I'm a Georgian, um, grew up in Dublin, Georgia, went to school at Georgia Tech, um, back when the Native Americans were still circling the wagons. And um, so I'm just happy to be back in this area. Uh, Good Sam of Cobb really serves a lot of the folks in our community that kind of float below the surface or below the radar. Um, Believe it or not, our area of um, Marietta um, has as many um, underserved folks as rural parts of Georgia when it comes to their health care. It's stunning to me because we're located right between two major hospitals, Wellstar Kennesone Hospital and Wellstar Cobb Hospital. But in our area, very few providers see patients that do not have insurance and or are underinsured. And um, so we have been there 16 years. And um, I remember hearing stories about our first patient registration days where people camped out overnight to get an appointment to see a family medicine doctor. Mm. That has not changed in the entire 16 years. Wow. We have a demand that way outstrips um, the supply in our area. And it's just amazing to be able to, for those folks, provide dignified, full-service health care from a primary care doctor to a dentist. Um, you all helped us start our behavioral health center a couple of years ago. Um, and so we're, we're able to provide comprehensive care to our folks at an affordable cost. Yes. And so it's an amazing, an amazing need in our area and an amazing work that we get to do in the name of the Lord. And that's amazing. That's right. Amazing service. I mean, I can't imagine whether it's children or whether it's yourself, but as, even as a parent and your, your, your child needing health care mm. and not being able to provide it, where do you do? Where do you go? And exactly. the, where do you go and what do you do? And, and, and the answer is... Is you guys. Good and so you were telling me, uh, and you told us kind of as we started the whole Be Rich campaign, as we were preparing for it. So your demand is so outpaced your ability to meet it, to care for patients, that um, you have raised a bunch of capital for an expansion in your facility so that you can serve more people. And one of the needs that you highlighted for us, uh, among many, was that you needed to simultaneously simultaneously needed to expand the healthcare providers. You needed to add on doctors and people that could care for your volume of patients. Just tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, we, um, this past year we served over 3,000 patients. Um, and uh, this year we will get close to serving 4,000 patients. So we, um, we raised the funds to add a 5,000 square foot addition to our building. 
Um, that's going to add about 11 new exam rooms to be able to treat patients. And um, so with those exam rooms, you've now got to add the providers and the support staff. So we are recruiting and adding new physicians um, that are going to be coming online at the same time that we add this new space. And so as most of you know, doctors are not cheap. So <laughs> unlike a lot of um, places, we certainly have volunteers. But what distinguishes us from most of the volunteer clinics, we have full-time staffers that are there on a daily basis. And so we are looking for basically new um, providers to add to our team, as well as to new medical assistants and the support staff that go with those providers. Well, um, so East Cobb Church, one of our dream goals, you know, when we start this out, we never know where we're going to be able to get and how much you guys, are, we collectively are going to be able to give. And one of our dream goals was to be able to provide funding for an additional healthcare worker, a doctor, for the next calendar year until we come back around to Be Rich Again. And uh, I am pleased and thrilled to say that you have surpassed that goal. And so um, you, have, you have done, been incredibly generous as just this local body of, uh, as a church. And so, Kyle, we are thrilled, and I'm thrilled on their behalf to present you guys um, with, a, with a Be Rich check to help you go further faster in what you're doing. We're a small part of a big work that you're doing, but um, we want to be, you know, gas in your tank and help you go further faster. You can take it yeah, out. There's well, actually two checks in there. I don't know why they split it into two checks, but, um, and uh, we hope that this next year, the, uh, the yeah, no, I'm not, they're not, they're not, they're not kidding. Um, we really hope. Oh my gosh. That this allows you guys to take care of our neighbors around this area in, in just a dramatic way in this coming calendar year. So, so um, one of our former uh, employees is sitting in the audience. Uh, Casey, why don't you stand up for a quick second? Um, and she was our development director for many moons. Um, let me just say this. You all are funding the cost of a new provider to our team. Casey knows what that means. Thank you so much. That is stunning. We were <clears throat> candidly, I thought we were <clears throat> present presenting the need for next year's uh, for next year's um, <clears throat> giving campaign, and uh, was not anticipating us receiving something. So, thank you so much for your incredible generosity. Well, listen, sincerely from us to you, that the thank you goes this way. Thank you so much for being on the front lines. And um, we have a church family, um, both here in person and many online tuning in, who feel called by God to be generous towards the people of our community who need it. And it's such a blessing for our church to have qualified, professional, incredibly talented and organized partners like you who are moving the ball down the field. And so the, the honor is ours to come alongside you and say, here you go, go do what only you can do and go further faster. So... Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, wow. Well, this right here is what Jesus was talking about when he said that you are the light of the world, church. He said, uh, you're the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden, if you want to bring the verse up, um, 
And in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. This is what he had in mind, moments like these, when a family of churches would come together and decide to be uncommonly generous and uncommonly committed to meeting people's most desperate needs. I believe this is what he had in mind when he famously said this. He said, those, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, but actually they will do even greater things than these because I'm gonna go to the Father. And he said, I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit. I think this is what he was talking about. Things just like this right here, not that any one of us would ever be able to rival what he did with his life when he was on the planet earth but that maybe just maybe I could take my time, talent, and resources and combine them with your time, talent, and resources, and we could combine them with everyone's time, talent, and resources in our little community here, our church family here, and together we could do something extraordinary. We could be light in the world. And that was a new ethic. I mean, this teaching of Jesus, this priority of Jesus, that was a, it was a new ethic. It was a new value system. In the ancient world, generosity was seen as foolish. It was seen as, as irrational. Like, why would you give to somebody that can't give back to you? And, and, and being generous wasn't a, a virtue in his day. The only reason you and I think generosity is a virtue because Jesus made it one. And wherever Christianity flourished, it brought with it this kingdom of heaven ethic of generosity, this idea that you are not just blessed to be blessed, you are blessed to be a what? Be a blessing. So you ought to get busy, not just getting rich, you ought to get busy being rich. And I gotta tell you, I mean, every time that we have a chance to, you blow me away with your willingness to be rich, with your generosity. And I, I mean, honestly, I am the, I am legitimately so proud that I get to say I'm a part of your church, that I get to be a pastor of your church. It's just an incredibly humbling honor to be a part of this with you. And so I wanted to commend you and just tell you I was so proud of you for um, what you did and how much you gave and how much many of you sacrificed to just be light in the world, to be rich. It's incredible. Before we wrap a bow on it though, I wanna take a few minutes and you know, I'm a preacher. So I'm here up on the, mic, up on the stage, I might as well say something. Um, before we conclude this season of Be Rich, which has just been extraordinary on your specific behalf. And then in a second, I'm gonna tell you the impact that we make globally across all of our partners and our churches. And, and it's awesome. I can't wait for you to see it. Um, but before we wrap a bow on this, um, I wanted to plant one more thought in your heart, in your mind, and invite you that if you haven't already to take one final action step. And, uh, and, and it's this right here. What we have been doing so far in these three weeks with the Be Rich campaign, um, what we have been doing is this right here, uh, what we call giving 1.0. Here's what giving 1.0, and it's wonderful. Giving 1.0, you just saw an example of what giving 1.0 can accomplish, but giving 1.0 is giving spontaneously to help immediately. Giving spontaneously to help immediately. Hey, we're launching Be Rich. Here are some needs that are, need immediate attention in our community that unless somebody does, no, no one's gonna do it. And we have a chance to right now just spontaneously decide I'm gonna give 39.95 or I'm gonna double that and give more. Or I'm gonna give a hundred or a thousand or some of you gave beyond that. I mean, just extraordinary generosity, but it's spontaneous giving to help immediately. Giving spontaneously to help immediately. And this right here, giving 1.0 is what makes Be Rich successful. It's what makes Be Rich successful. It, what's, it, what 
it's what makes giving these checks even possible. But there is a second kind of giving that makes be rich, not just successful, that actually makes be rich possible. And it's giving 2.0. Giving 2.0 is this right here. Giving 2.0 is planned percentage giving. In a little bit contrast to giving spontaneously to help immediately, giving 2.0 is planned percentage givers. And what makes Be Rich possible is those of you who are 2.0 givers. Because there are, there are many of you in the room today and there are many of you watching online who you decided ahead of time. You didn't wait to be asked. You didn't wait till the need spontaneously came up. You didn't wait for the call. You decided ahead of time. You went ahead prior to anyone ever asking and you picked a percentage of your income that you wanted to invest in the kingdom of heaven, in the local church. And you gave it off the top first. And then you lived on the rest. The reason that Be Rich is successful is giving 1.0, spontaneous giving to help immediate needs. But the reason, the reason Be Rich is possible is because there's a whole crew of you that are also doing giving 2.0. And you have what every Jesus follower has, and that is you have a plan to financially support your local church. You have a plan to financially support your local church month in and month out, year in and year out. And that is true of every Jesus follower. Not necessarily true of every believer, not necessarily, not necessarily true of every Christian, but it's something that's true of every Jesus follower, because after all, Followers follow with their finances and with their character and with their decisions and their relationships and their whole and whole life. And many of you, you are those kind of givers. You are 2.0 kind of givers who have a plan to support your local church. And I just wanted to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You make Be Rich possible. I mean, I just want you to think about it. Be Rich campaign doesn't happen unless there's a church to launch it. It doesn't happen unless there is a staff to organize it. It doesn't happen unless there have been years of programming and Sunday morning and sermons and music and kids environments that collect and draw and attract and mobilize enough people and families with enough resources to make this kind of difference. Be Rich never happens without you. 2.0 givers. And that is the relationship between giving 1.0 and giving 2.0. I just want to, I know you know this, but I just want you to not miss this point that giving 2.0 makes giving 1.0 possible. Planned percentage giving is what makes spontaneous giving possible. And so those of you who are 2.0 givers around here, way to go. I, I hope you see that this whole campaign, and we're about to celebrate its entirety here in just a second. Um, I hope you realize that this is the fruit of your investment as you have given faithfully and consistently. So way to go. And to those of you who aren't giving 2.0 or haven't given yet or haven't even considered or knew that was an option, I didn't want to let Be Rich pass by without giving you an opportunity to join in. I didn't want to let Be Rich end without giving you just a personal invitation from me to simply do this, to become a 2.0 giver. To take especially if you're a Jesus follower, to take a step as a follower of Jesus and make a plan for financially supporting your local church, whether it's this one or another one in our community. And I know you might be going, 
Oh no, here it is. You're singling me out. You're going to make me feel guilty. And I did know that could not be further from the truth. First of all, as far as singling out goes, um, if we were to take everybody who goes to one of our churches that calls one of our churches in Atlanta, their church, and uh, the percentage of those people who are 2.0 givers, it's this right here. It's it's 27%. 27% of the people that go to one of our churches, they make our churches happen. They give monthly, they give biweekly, or they give annually, and they make everything that we enjoy and love about our church and all these other things possible um, happen. Now, I am pleased to say East Cobb Church, we're a a lot bigger percentage than that because you guys are awesome. But nevertheless, um, so I'm not singling you out. If that's you, you're in good company. You're, a, you're in a whole crowd of people that we love dearly and we get to see every week and we love you so, 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 so much. And there's no judgment associated with it at all. There's no criticism. I mean, no, it's not, it's not that we think, or I am under the impression that if you're not a 2.0 giver that you're greedy or you don't care or you don't want to help somebody. No, 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 absolutely to the contrary. Uh, I do suspect though that perhaps many of you, the reason that you're not a 2.0 giver yet is... Um, the reason that I wasn't for a very long time is that I just never made a plan. I never made a plan to get involved in supporting a local church that Jesus was leading and doing good in the community through. I just never made a plan. And we tend to not practice things that we don't plan. That's at least in my life. If I don't plan it, chances are I'm probably not gonna practice it. And so I just wanted to give you a chance or a reminder or maybe a first time invitation. Be Rich was amazing, as you're about to see here in just a little bit. But I would love to invite you, perhaps for the first time, to make a plan to become a 2.0 giver. And here's why. Here's why. This is so important. Um, And if I get too much into this, I'm probably going to get emotional, but here's why. It has nothing to do with, we need your money or I need your money. My salary has no no correlation to whether you will ever give or not. Doesn't go up and down. I don't have like a little ticker. Giving's up. Yay, babe. We're going to get a new, you know, it's not how it happens. Um, our church is going to be open for business next Sunday and the one after that and the one after that, whether you give or not. Because, you know, that 27%, they have our back. And we're going to be here next Sunday. And we're going to be here the Sunday after that. And, um, man, we are just, we are so confident in what God is doing. Um, it's, 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 not a, it's not actually about that. Um, what it's about is, well, two things. Number one, it's about this. Be rich isn't going to happen for another year, right? It's an annual giving, serving, and loving campaign. And it's not going to come around again for another year. But our community is still going to have immediate needs next week and the week after and the week after that and the week after that and the month after that and the month after that and the month after that. Just as soon as Be Rich is over, we're still going to have a community where urgent needs are going to need spontaneous giving right then and there. And they can't wait a whole nother calendar year for Be Rich. And I just want you to know that when you go from being a 1.0 giver to say like, hey, let's gear up for Be Rich and look what God did and it was amazing. And you go, you know what? I'm going to take a step as a Jesus follower and become a 2.0 giver. When you do that, what you're giving to are stories like these. I wrote some of these down. These are all within the last couple of, um, couple of months prior to Be Rich. When you give here, you're giving to, to, to things like this. The family, this is a, these are all real stories, East Cobb Church stories. The family who moved here from California 
and their shipping container with their stuff didn't make it. Now, they didn't really have means to go and replace all of their stuff. One of their friends from California emailed the contact page of eastcobchurch.org and said like, hey, I'm a Christian in California. One of our friends, they're not a church people. They don't know that I'm doing this. They'd be embarrassed if I was doing this, but I'm asking you, would you be willing to help them? They don't have anything. They're like, they don't have cooking ware. They're just literally in an apartment with none of their furniture. And I'm just a Christian calling some random church, East Cobb Church, emailing you and asking. And um, we went and bought them mattresses and we got them stuff for their kitchen and we got their kids some blankets and we just said, here you go, why? Well, because there's a whole group of people that are 2.0 givers. I didn't say that, they don't know what that means, but there's a whole group of people that are 2.0 givers and you know what they wouldn't want me to do? They would never want me to read this email and move on because they want you to sleep on mattresses tonight. And they did, 2.0 giving. Uh, Or how about this, Um, the single mom, This literally happened three weeks ago. No, two weeks ago. Single mom walks in. She cannot pay rent. She's got kids in an apartment here in the area. She walks in and she's like, I am at wit's end. I don't know what to do. Um, I cannot pay, my my rent is coming. I'm about to get evicted out of my apartment. Uh, I have called some organizations. They're trying to line up some help for me, but like it's today. Uh, I got on the portal. She came in, saw me. I got on a portal of her, her uh, apartment complex pay system. And sure enough, there it is. There's a balance and, then, and, and, and you, can, you can pay online, but she doesn't have money to pay it. And I knew, I knew that that percentage of you who are 2.0 givers wouldn't want me to get up from that table without zeroing out her rent balance. And sure enough, right there, I pulled out her credit card and I did. Why? Because some of you give faithfully week in and week out and month in and month out so that, so that that moment right there can happen. And she was like, who in the world are you people? How can you? I said, well, we got a group, we got a... We got a body of Christ. We got a church family that this is what they give. This is why they give so that moments like this can happen. And our staff are following up with her right now and some other organizations to help sure that this story doesn't repeat itself. You know, make sure it doesn't repeat itself next month. I could go on and on and on. I got like four more. I don't have time for four more though. I could talk about the part-time teacher right here in Cobb County who couldn't uh, make her budget for a month because the demand for um, her services had dropped. And she's like, can somebody just even get me through the month? And yes, we were able to do that. Why? 2.0 kind of giving. Um, And I want that. I want that so badly, not just for them, the people that need it, but I want it for you. Like I want you to say, I was a part of the 27%. I was a part of the 30 whatever percent who said, no, 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 don't you dare, Jamie. Don't you get up from that table without paying for her rent. Why? Because we're in, we're on a mission to love where we live. And that's why I give to this church. Every single month needs like that are happening. And when you give, that's what you're giving to. But but the second reason is perhaps even more important and maybe even... um, more powerful. And it's this, um, giving 1.0, like the be rich kind of giving is amazing as it is um, and essential as it is. Uh, It's what we call intervention giving. Absolutely critical, necessary. That's why we do it every single year. Giving 2.0, having a plan to support your local church or things like it is what we call prevention giving. Intervention, as the word indicates, enter, is about getting in the middle of a problem, right? And as it's happening, it's already happened. We're getting in the middle and we're going to give to, to, to meet it and alleviate it and hopefully solve it. Prevention giving is getting on the front end of hurts and needs and tragedies and intervening that they may never actually happen. And ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, give into a outward facing, an outward facing local church is one of the most powerful forms of prevention giving that you can ever be a part of. And when you give to East Cobb Church, 
what you're ultimately giving to are things like this right here. Go ahead. Baptism bash. We had 12 kids get baptized and put their faith in Jesus. Families gathered around praying for them. Uh, an event that was beautiful in its own right, but that represented like months and months of small group leaders and, and greeters and host team people partnering together with parents to invest in the lives of their children and hopefully put them on a trajectory to become the men and women that God wanted them to come and help uh, you know, guide them towards a full and abundant life lived faithfully and lived generously towards the community. When you give to East Cobb Church, things you're giving to, are, uh, you're giving to things like this, like our two student events that recently happened. <laughs> this is from Frequency that just happened this weekend where thousands of middle school students and their small group leaders and mentors gathered together uh, or Inside Out weekend that happened the weekend prior where we gathered right across on here on the property and just talked about, hey, what is God up to in the world? How does he want you to be a part of it? What does he want for you? What is his will for your life? And not only that, but, but we, we, we saw students build friendships and relationships with each other and with mentors and small group leaders that hopefully are not only gonna last middle school and high school, but maybe even a lifetime. That's what you're giving to. Or, or this, when every time you give to East Cobb Church, you're giving to things like this right here, like meetings all around East Cobb where adults are gathering together to love one another, invest in each other's marriages, invest in each other's children, uh, invest in each other's decision-making and just walk through life and all of its complexities together. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you're giving to. And that is prevention giving. It's, it's preventing, it's getting on the front end of mistakes or regrets or hurts or problems or needs that are never gonna happen because of your generosity. And prevention giving is so powerful and it's so important. Intervention giving is necessary, but provision giving is better. But here's the only problem, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't always feel that way because you can't always measure it, right? You can't always put a number on it. Uh, like, like, for example, I mean, we, we can talk about statistics of families who receive health care and that they're served. Or we can, for example, we could talk about um, children that we're helping get in the foster care system through the programs that we fund all around the community and all around the Atlanta area. Uh, but what we can't measure, I can't, we can't measure how many kids never get taken out of their home because of your influence in the community and your influence in their lives. Like, I can't tell you how many Students aren't gonna drive drunk or make terrible decisions or get on a trajectory of addiction or depression uh, because of your direct investment in their lives week in and week out. I can't tell you how many um, kids are never experience either behavioral or um, psychological or whatever issues in their homes because of your partnership with their parents in their lives week in and week out. I, I, can't, I can't tell you that number. We don't have that statistic. Um, I can never quantify for you or even list out. I couldn't ever list out for you the bad decisions that aren't made, the regrets that are never experienced, the, um, the, the hurt and the pain that aren't brought into marriages or families simply because of your investment with dollars and with your time in small groups and in all kinds of programs that serve the adults in this room and in this community. We can't measure the pain that isn't felt and the hurt that doesn't happen, but it's very real. It's very real. Prevention giving is one of the most powerful ways that, that you can give. And all, you are never gonna see, you're never gonna hear the stories of the things that don't happen because of your generosity, but God knows them. And those stories one day will be told. And they're the most powerful kind that there are. And so all that is to say, as we close the season of being Be Rich, it's not a finish line. It's just a big waypoint along the way. And I would love to invite you. I would love to invite you to join those who have taken a step in following Jesus and say, hey, I'm gonna be a 2.0 giver. Why? 
because I want to rack up as many of those prevention stories as I possibly can with the time that I have on this planet. I'll never hear them. I'll never know them, but God does. And one day I will. And I want to be a part of that together with you. So I'd love to invite you. If you don't have a plan, here's a great time to make a plan. Become a 2.0 giver. And you can do that by going here, eastcobchurch.org slash give. We give you this thing right here. Uh, there's a little them QR codes. You can, you can go directly there. Or you can just go home and talk about it. But I want you to consider it so that we can continue to be rich and do it lavishly as we possibly can. So to those of you who made Be Rich successful, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To those of you who made Be Rich possible and make it possible to happen every single year, thank you, thank you, thank you.